0: You are listening to Fireside Chats on Open Lines Radio. You can follow Hannah on Instagram at Roadside Shaman. You can follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. It's pretty cool to go to uh, the website because uh, everything's there. You can click to, uh, if if you're unsure of which uh, um, podcast platform you can listen to open lines radio on they're all listed right there and they'll take the links will take you right to it and uh, it's just i don't know it's just a place to to get all your open lines radio information and fix so check it out uh, okay so as i said before the previous episode H- hannah sent these to me uh, a little while ago she sent this to me on november 2nd which is exactly one month from the day that i am actually going to um be putting this out into the world for all of you to hear so take it in I think there's something I'm not sure I'm not sure what I'm not sure why I'm not sure what's going on here but there's something very important and relevant to hearing this right now so let's have a listen enjoy
1: happened on the window near my bed. There was a loophole in my dreaming, so I got out of it And to my surprise, my eyes were wide and already open. Just my nightstand and my dresser, where those nightmares had just been. So I dressed myself and left them out into the grey streets. But everything seemed different and completely new to me. The sky, the trees, houses, buildings, even my own body person I encountered I couldn't wait to meet And I came upon a doctor Who appeared in quite poor health I said there's nothing that I can do for you You can't do for yourself He said oh yes he can Just hold my hand I think that that would help So I sat with him a while, Then I asked him how he felt He said I think I'm cured. You fact, I'm sure Thank you, stranger. He's therapy is small. Just so how I learned the lesson that everyone's alone. Your eyes must do some raining If you're ever gonna grow But when crying don't help you can't compose yourself It's best to compose a poem An honest verse of longing Or a simple song of hope That's why I'm singing Baby don't worry Cause now I've got you back Every time you feel like crying I'm gonna try and make you laugh And if I can if it just hurts too bad Then we'll wait for it to pass And I won't keep so long and, black. and we'll keep working on the problem We no know we'll never solve Our blood's uneven remainders are lives are fractions of a whole But if the world could remain within a frame of a painting on a wall Then I think we'd see the beauty then And stand staring in awe At our still lives posed Like a bowl of oranges Like a story told that's
2: So there's a, a semi-rigid cable wand type situation almost like it reminds me the, the most um, similar physical structure I could relate it to is perhaps a long piece of river cane or a um, one of those old-fashioned uh, antennas those old-fashioned radio antennas like at the front of a you know uh, front of a old station wagon or something you know what I'm talking about that like it's very long thin but flexible and can take quite a bit of sway and bend and movement and it goes down into the earth's crust below the water surface, um, depth of the water. I I don't know, uh, necessarily how much that matters, if at all, because, um, the key is bringing access, um, of the rich, um, oceanic, nutritive, uh, uh, quality uh and and helping it migrate allowing it to move allowing it to come back into circulation um removing it out of stagnation uh this wand type structure comprised of um you know grown living uh Uh, bio-organic material, living concrete, um, Mm -hmm. coral nanites, you know, do you get what I'm saying? Um, uh, Algae that uh, we can uh, sculpt like polystyrene um The process of structures being created out of the broken down carcasses of of, uh, you know, living beings is is redone. It's a new way. The process now is, for the beings in their consciousness individually to come together collectively and negotiate the highest good for all and the most gracious path of evolution. And it is clear that on this plane, The human consciousness, the consciousness of the human, is a very willful, active, um, uh, initiatory, catalyzing consciousness. We're fucking bossy. We are pushy as all get out. Um, And in this realm, we are called to a higher degree of graciousness in all negotiations. The war of consumption, the battle of scarcity and abundance, predator, prey, power and oppression, all of those struggles that happen on this physical, material level, the consciousness is calling us to um, move beyond, to achieve a diverse perspective, and the materiality is important as a focusing tool, a lens, a filter, a sorting bin, a sorting hat. (laughs) Um, but the spiritual component the consciousness component is the thing that keeps us plunking around in this physicality i mean that is the tipping point and that is the balancing act that's the internal struggle for integration that we each as individual human consciousnesses are called to move towards. And as we each do that individually, the collective human consciousness will also integrate and evolve and expand. And so in this new role of negotiated um, mutuality, reciprocity, symbiosis, true symbiosis with our entire macrobiome, with our entire macro organism that is this, you know, single cell floating in a speck of a petri dish of a universe. Planet Earth is a single thing. This, you know, world, this land, this, even if you believe it's a simulation, it's the one we're in. And we're all in it together. We may not like who's rowing the boat or what direction it's heading, but we are all in the boat and we are all going in the same direction in the boat. We can run around in circles on the deck trying to say we're going in the other direction. than the boat is traveling. We can rally up the other people on the boat to try to overthrow the leadership of the boat, to try to shift the direction the boat is going. We can jump off the boat. That's an option but uh, Mandelbrot says the sorting has already been done and if you're in, you're in and you're out, you're out and if you are in, there is nothing that can make you out and if you're out, there's nothing that can make you in so that collective movement that we have it's happening it's it's done it is it's I mean look what is it that we all say on a grand enough scale of time etc well the thing is time only exists for us to make some sort of perspectival order out of the grand scale of our potentialities and possibilities and positions and directions and states. Time is only here to bring us that, or we brought time here for that i mean t- time is a time is just a unit of measure that we have in this particular dimension and who knows if it even is used or relevant in any other system on a particulate level in a particulate sense all things are always already happening, period, the end. And we're all the same vibrating electron, just skittering about that singular moment. And in a spatial sense, that is what we're talking about. In other words, the materiality, the actual objectival structures of those potentialities are laid out like Legos on a board, one after another, after another, after another, click, 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 click. ad infinitum. And at such a grand scale that our minds cannot conceive of it, our senses cannot perceive it. And so for in any way to bring those realities into a level of perceptual awareness, the element of time had to be implemented. Well, it it, it it is a thing, but it it's not the thing. Does that make sense? Time is a unit of measure, period the end. Time is not a boundary. Time is not a force time is not a god time is not an elemental time is a unit of measure time is a unit of measure time is a unit of measure. Time is a unit of measure. Time is not a force. Time is not a god. Time is not an enemy. Time is not money. Time is not an elemental, time is a unit of measure. So on a grand enough scale of time, we see in the rapidly advancing future, this uh, new possibility that we live in 2020 2020 2020 2020 2020 2020 2020 we are so in the future we're beyond the year 2000 we are two decades into the year 2000 that's right it's 2020 and it's february 2nd so it's palindrome day which has got to be my own personal holiday because my name is a palindrome and i love palindromes Sator, Arato, Tenor, Opera, Rotas. Yes, it's palindrome day. So, at any rate, <clears throat> very soon, soon and very soon. We are going to see in the sea spires rising up of new structures of land where they um, were not previously visible. We will be growing up a healthy um, structure from root to tip, like hair follicles. Okay. And all these wands will come up. And I mean, the first system will be, of course, like, um, kelp beds that, uh, are power plants or food for ourselves or for any potential, um, uh, agricultural, um, animal consumption uses that that is likely going to take a while for the human to completely purge from their system. Sure, there are a lot of people that are vegetarian and vegan um, around the world globally and culturally, but there are also a lot of people who are culturally and, um, you know, genetically attuned or, um, uh, well, they're just, they consider themselves to be extremely omnivorous and aren't ready to give up consuming animals. But uh, that's okay because we started this whole discussion with a topic on our consciousness and how this is a symbiosis based on negotiation and mutuality. And so in that process of negotiation and mutuality, there is going to be a reforming, of um, how uh, animals are harvested, how we glean from various communities, and uh, how we foster and steward and protect and shelter, and who we guard after and who we consume. And it's going to be a very interesting negotiation because when, you know, Turkey and coyote and rabbit and hawk all gather round the fire and have to decide who to send to the human for supper. I don't know, do we be, do we even want to be at that table deciding or do we just want to look up and uh, see in the distance the glimmering flicker of whomever has come to sacrifice. If flesh is needed, flesh appears. It's just so rarely needed. And we, in our state of consumptive abundance, have forgotten how rarely we need the flesh. We've turned it into a commonplace everyday thing and it just well it's not going to be our way for much longer and the new kelp beds will help so much with that. Beyond the kelp beds we need the reefs, we need our coral back, we need our skeletons, we need our spines and spires we need are um, skyscrapers of the sea what houses all of the little fisheries and nurseries and colonies of plankton and krill the the really it's like the n- coral reefs are like napa valley of the sea or maybe like the central valley of the sea they they just grow the food for the whole ocean they grow the food that is the food for the whole ocean and so getting the little seeds started of additional coral structures would be transformative curative healing to Madre Oceana and I, I do see the structures building out you know like a fractal sort of a thing like that that wand is just the center point, the branches that grow out from it and the density with which they're grown can create islands, can create land for us to dwell and thrive upon. Because as our coastlines shift and you know, the seas change their salinity. The reefs are going to relocate willy or nilly. And the difference is perhaps with some conscious planning, we move some reefs early, add, we, we um, expand reef encroachment wherever possible and we look into places that have no reefs and figure out how it would be possible to begin them Um, if it has to do with salinity temperature water friction tidal fluctuation whatever it is that is impacting the ability for the reef to um, spark and thrive we would analyze that and then looking at where the climate is taking our land masses we could then use that to predictively plant reefs in new places that wouldn't experience the temperature swings or salinity washes that have been killing off um, you know these huge algal blooms that kill off these huge reefs that just it's just Coral blanching makes me sad, so I'm undoing I'm that by figuring out how to plant coral and make it thrive. And that's the backbone of our islands. That's how we make our volcanoes. Um, and they can expand out in any direction. They can spider web through the entire globe our whole globe surface is covered with water and these big blobs of dirt that are all dried out in the middle I just feel like that's old earth old way I feel like our new way is gonna be much more I don't even know what to say. Spread out, I guess. It's just going to be, we're going to be more scattered across the globe because we only feel crowded because we're stuck on these land flops. If we could all feel free to roam the breadth of the Pacific Ocean, the depth of the Atlantic, the width of the southern seas the 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 beauty of the arctic ocean like if we could just find any glorious spot on this expansive space and actually dwell and thrive there that's what I feel is our next um, infrastructural adjustment is that instead of like stuck on these giant dried out crusty land blobs we're going to be living on top a cluster of spider webbed out oral volcanic island communities and we can decide how large or small we want each of our community to be maybe your community is your one reef and you just want to live like tom hanks and wilson for the rest of your fucking life because you have gone full hermit and there's no turning back you know what? There is enough space on this planet for you to do that. You do you, boo boo. If you wanna have um, enough for a big mega city with festivals and sporting events and you know arenas and you love the crowd energy, well, you know what? We can totally plan for that. We just find the most peak chill zone of the predicted, you know, future time window and allow concentrated clusters of development in that area, you know, and there'll be set limits and buffers and areas of protection where no development is allowed, but the idea that we could move humanity off the land a bit and Really indwell the entire surface area of our globe by living in the water, on the water. Like, that's why Jesus walked on water to prove that, like, it wasn't scary out there. I don't think it's scary out there. I feel like we're way less scared of the expanse of outer space than we are of the interiority of our own planet. We don't even look under the water to see what's going on. We could totally be exploring so much, developing so much, learning so much, probably finding medications and treatments and processes that would benefit all of this entire system, not just humanity, but life itself. And yet, we refuse to go under there because we're all scared to go back in the womb. None of us wants to drown. We took that first breath and realized we were addicted to oxygen and all the oxygen was out here. Hello, water is twice as much oxygen as it is hydrogen. We just forgot that we used to breathe water. Well, once we learn to breathe water again, we'll have no problem being sea architects. And in the meantime, Gaia's gonna get a head start for us because they already know where the coral is going next. They already know which volcanoes need to start getting active and pumping extra minerals into the locality. They already know, they do, and they're activating it and they're doing it. And they're getting a jump start. They're pre-paving the shit out of things for us. Gaia is the wisest consciousness here. We're just hoping she won't shake our asses off like fleas on a dog's back. Oh, please, Gaia, don't shake us off. Let us stay be nurtured by you for a bit longer these structures can be built they will there are they're already being built they're being built people are building with these tools I know they are I mean if I've thought of it and they haven't done it already then just you know Gaia help us all solutions are happening and the victory is assured and lean into the truth of your own victory because that's where it is, the enemy's gate is down so follow your gravity okay alright, well that's about it I guess I don't even know where that came from but it got here. Happy Palindrome Day, everyone, I guess. And uh, blessings on your 2020 and all the years beyond, because time is anon. And we are. We be magic. And in closing, I will say. Chukma Chipisalacho, which means hello, I will see you. For we Chickasaw have no word for goodbye.
1: Some kind of cold The bodies float Someone's out to know let me go, the prisoner moans, oh just let me go, the prisoner moans, no one has Heart to me, your wisdom and eventually I'll float into the ether, another from another We grow, form some kind of code, of flesh and bone We form some kind of code, of flesh and bone Jungle, there's columns and purple lines.
0: So there's a lot of of orchestration in this world, a lot of it, because the creation is rolling. Right? It is rolling along and uh, if you're hearing it, it's
2: cosmic, you're supposed to be hearing